0: Friday Lunchtime
1: Lectures at the Open Data Institute.
0: Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome here, and thanks for joining today's uh, ODI Friday's Lunchtime Lecture. Uh, Our topic is going to be driving sustainable innovation with geospatial data. Uh, My name's Matt. I'm a Senior Policy Advisor here at the ODI. I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Adam Mew and Carly Morris. Um, Adam Mew is the Developer marketing, Marketing Lead at Ordnance Survey, which is Great Britain's national mapping agency. His role brings OS data and APIs into new and emerging markets, bringing its data platform closer to a growing audience of developers and data scientists. Before OS, Adam spent time with the defence and national security sector at UK innovator Roke and Chemring, where he led focused strategic marketing initiatives and product launches for census AI and data science solutions designed for international military and law enforcement agencies. Carly Morris is the head of Geovation at Women's Survey, which is a community of over 1,800 startups, investors, corporate innovators, and developers who all understand the power of location data. She leads the Geovation team and strategic direction of the business, offering accelerator programs, innovation challenges, and events in the UK and internationally. Prior to joining Geovation, Carly was the head of innovation at International Airlines Group Cargo where she led the global innovation strategy and worked with startups to test everything from drones to VR in the airline. She has received industry-wide recognition for her work, being featured in outlets such as CNBC and Women in Technology, and was a Tech Woman 100 winner in 2020. She speaks five languages and in her spare time enjoys practicing them by traveling as much as possible. So Before I hand over to our fantastic speakers, uh, some very quick housekeeping. Uh, As it says on the screen, please do uh, mute your mic and turn off your video during the presentation. Um, There will be an opportunity for Q&A after the talk. Uh, Please post questions in the live chat and I will call you up one by one to read them out at the end. And then finally, uh, we will be recording this Uh, for our ODI social media channels Uh, and if you want to catch up on the recording uh, or tell your friends about it you can check our YouTube and podcast channels. So without further ado uh, I'm gonna hand over to Adam and Carly.
1: Cool. Thank you very much. Um, So yeah, good afternoon, everyone. So um, as Matt said, my name is Adam, one of the marketing managers at Audent Survey. Um, So in this session, uh, Carly and I will be sharing about how we've been innovating with geospatial data. Um, And when we say geospatial data, it's data um, about an object or a feature that has a location. Um, So in June 2020, um, Audent Survey launched the OS Data Hub. Um, which is a web-based platform that enables uh, OS data to be more accessible to a much wider audience. Um, I think it's really uh, a really important um, kind of point to note on Survey's position it, here. Um, they have quite a unique position in the market in that, Ordnance um, Survey data is used across all of government and public sector, um, which is enabled through the public sector geospatial agreement. Um, it's also used across a, a commercial partner network of about 400 partners um, and is also used and supports a number of startups through the Geovation program. Um, and, and we thought it was a really good idea to see, you know, how we could bring all of these different audiences together to look at the to get problem solving. Um, And what we want us to do is try and problem solve against some really difficult challenges and some challenges that have yet to be solved and some that have yet to be scaled. Um, So we decided to focus um, on a two-day virtual hackathon around EVs, electric vehicles, um, charging and and infrastructure. Um, And if you jump to the next slide, please. Um, So why EVs? I mean, there's a whole load of innovation happening in the space at the moment. Um, you know, government policies and initiatives uh, are out there to increase adoption and to try and quicken that transition to EVs, um, but very much so at a local government level. Um, large commercial, you've also got large commercial organisations like, uh, like Tesla and VW that are quite literally leading the charge, um, driving huge demand and commercial growth. And there's also lots of R&D going on in this space um, and lots of innovation that's paving the way for new technologies and obviously new addressable markets with that. Um, UK EV sales in 2021 have grown by 26%. Um, The consumer sentiment is is leaning um, in favour of EVs. And and we kind of see that there's, there's a number of reasons of you know, why that could be happening. Um, you know, the first is price. Um, we're noticing the price of EVs that, that's that's decreasing and they're almost on kind of a price parity with internal combustion engine cars. Um, the infrastructure continues to grow um, and, and continues to accommodate that demand of EVs. And the kind of last point is, That they're mostly, you know, they're built heavily. The software heavily integrated within those, Um, so that makes the technology more appealing or very appealing to consumers. And in addition to that, you've also got the whole sustainability piece, um, which is not only another incentive for the consumer, but also for governments and meeting their sustainable development goals. Um, So, in terms of the challenges that that can be associated with geospatial. on to the next slide, um, we, we've, got a, we've got a few challenges that we've set out with with the hackathon. So um, hackathon was titled iOS Map and Hack, and we looked at four different challenges um, that is associated to EVs and the charging infrastructure planning that comes with it. So the first, uh, the first challenge was um, leveling up Great Britain's remote communities, and that's looking, at, um, th- that's looking at the challenge there at a kind of regional or, or national level to do with inf- infrastructure planning um and what we find what we found was there's a lot of um the infrastructure can be built up rapidly and there's huge demand for that in big cities like london manchester uh birmingham bristol but in the more remote communi- communities or remote areas you know how how do we how do those areas level up and um if we take um areas like Cornwall that's um that has a lot of tourism and, and a lot of kind of seasonal demand for electric vehicles when everyone goes down to Cornwall over over the summer how do we create an infrastructure that accommodates those those uh, EV drivers um the second challenge was looking at an issue at a kind of more organizational level so this was looking at the growing demand of electric vehicle charge points and we were predominantly looking at fleet managers here so um We're seeing a lot of organisations and a lot of local councils upgrading their their vehicle fleets to become electric, which is great. and obviously, when someone has finished work, they would take their EV home. And as as we would perceive it, they would charge their vehicle in their driveway or in their garage. And this particular challenge was kind of saying, well, what if those particular individuals live in, you know, uh, they live in the fifth floor of a 20-story tower block? You know, how how would we accommodate with charge one set? Or if they lived in a row of terrace houses, you know, again, how would we accommodate that? Um, that there's a there's an initiative, I think, in in Winchester at the moment that's looking at using street lamps for, for vehicle charge points. So there's already work going on underway. You know, we just want to kind of try and highlight that as an issue and and, and almost as a number of kind of problems that we can solve, uh, in addition to the kind of the technical challenges. Uh, the, third, um, the, the third challenge was looking at things at a more individual consumer level. So, you know, what does the real EV journey look like? Um, it, it could be suggested that the early adopters of EVs wouldn't necessarily reflect and represent the habits of the everyday EV user. Um, and kind of what we wanted to do was to say, look, if if, if we were going to go to Cornwall for, for our kind of vacation um, over the summer, and we wanted to, and we lived in Manchester, if we were to go from Manchester to Cornwall, what does that route look like? If we base if we base it around what we know with fuel cars, you would base your journey, generally speaking, on you know where you could stop off for fuel and and base it around the current infrastructure. With EVs, it might be slightly different. Um, if you broke down on the motorway, um, what you would probably find is that you'd have a three-ton diesel truck that would come in and and charge your car. In which case, that that isn't a very kind of sustainable method. So so we were kind of trying to highlight, particularly from a from a routing perspective, how how do we use data, geospatial data to create apps and platforms that kind of change the behaviours and the way that we look at owning and the experience of owning an electric vehicle? Um, and then the last challenge was an open innovation challenge. And what that was, was to um, kind of say, look, if anyone's got an idea or a concept, or they're just looking to scope some ideas and, and kind of talk to some, some uh, kind of like-minded people within this space to, to come and participate Um, so that we can kind of stimulate some really interesting discussion, which we did. Um, And what was really interesting within the hackathon was we noticed that we had teams of uh, of individuals from from government and public sector liaising in the same conversation as hobbyists. So it was really interesting to see those those ideas being shared. Um, Most of the submissions during the hackathon was focused on that first challenge of levelling up. Um, which takes us onto the, the next slide. Um, so just to kind of give a, a bit of an overview um, onto that, if, if you're able to jump on. Ah, there we go. Um, sorry, apologies if that seems a little bit um, distant with the font there. But um, so the winning team, um, was Arcadis, so Arcadis UK, who created an EV, uh, EV planning tool, and they use that to assess potential charge sites. Um, their, their kind of target audience was local authorities. They were really trying to see how they can engage with local authorities. And what they were able to do during the hackathon and using OS data through the APIs was they are able to bring their entire site identification process down to a single application. And then they were able to visualize that um into a kind of red amber green system um, that kind of showcases the various characteristics around that site planning um, Department of Transport, so Department of Transport's Advanced Analytics Team. Um, they created an app called Circuit Finder, um, which was used for for routing. Um, essentially, you, it would be to identify how long a journey would take, depending on specific requirements of that user. So you would enter a, a kind of start point and then then an end destination, uh, and then the app would kind of suggest the best um, suggest the best route for you, depending on you know, the profiling that, that, that you've done in order to kind of set that route out. And the third place was Ofgem. Um, Offgem created an application called Plonkers, um, which was used for that first challenge of leveling up rural communities to, to make them more EV friendly. Um, Plonkers used a combination of Ordnance Survey APIs. They used the OS maps and the OS features API alongside OpenStreetMap data. Um, It used OS's address and data of obviously household addresses um, and and the team at Ofgem during the hackathon were investigating how households could share charge points. Um, So some really, really interesting use cases on that first, second and third place. Um, And if we go on to the next slide, um, just a couple of other notable mentions there. So we had Bayes advanced analytics team um, who uh, entered the hackathon and created an interactive map um, of of including business addresses of various EV charge points. Um, and they used the hackathon as an opportunity to experiment with geospatial data um, and actually shared their findings with us afterwards um, and found that geospatial data could help with a number of their future initiatives. So it was really great to see Bayes and, and the team of data scientists there getting involved. Um, we've got team one. Um, so when we um, when we were kind of registering participants for the hackathon, we obviously had teams, but we also um, wanted to kind of in, uh, encourage individuals who want to be placed into a team um, to kind of come together and, and, again, look at problem solving. And team one was really interesting because it was a team of five individuals who'd come together who'd never, um, who had never met before. They'd never worked together. And we placed them in the same virtual environment. And um, the, the the concept that they come up with was um, was using community buildings such as churches and structures and partnering those up with um, charging charging networks and charging operators, so it was obviously for for local government, but it was just a way to kind of use existing structures and existing um, kind of buildings and stuff within the community to to enable more kind of EV rollout. And um, the, it it was interesting because there was somebody in um, in local in local government who who actually said that the concept they came up they came up with. Um, could actually be feasible in terms of a kind of bottom-up approach to EV rollout. So it's really interesting to see and just another way that, you know, this this type of uh, event or this type of activity and the style of it just enables, you know, particularly those in the public sector who are working really closely within that space to enable them for their innovation. Um, and, and the last one is Powertech. Powertech um, Powertech joined Geovation, actually, um, after the hackathon and, and have a really, really interesting use case. Um, they were kind of heavily active throughout the hackathon and really engaging with everyone. Um, I think that's probably a good time to, to hand over to Carly, um, who's going to share more information on, um, on Geovation and Powertech.
2: Brilliant. Thank you, Adam. Um, As as Adam mentioned, I've got the immense pleasure of uh, heading up the Geovation business. Um, And I'm going to tell you a little bit more today about what Geovation is, what we do, um, some of the startups that that have been involved in both the hackathon and been involved in Geovation and how we've supported them. And then finally, how you can get involved with the Geovation community and and with uh, what's going on at OS as well. So if we can go on to the, the next slide. Um, I thought I'd start off by telling you a little bit about the history of Geovation. So Geovation was set up in 2009 by Ordnance Survey, which at the time was actually quite forward thinking of, of OS. There weren't many innovation uh, communities or hubs around then, um, So it was very uh, very innovative of them at the time. And they set up Geovation with the aim of getting a lot closer to the startup community and encouraging the startup community to understand how location data could be used empowering their businesses. So the way that they did that initially was by setting up very focused innovation challenges which are short bursts of innovation activity focused on a specific subject where you could source uh, startup ideas um, and explore those startup solutions to environmental or social issues. So run in very much the same way as a hackathon. um, And we still do run those innovation challenges today. But one of the issues with short innovation sprints or activities and hackathons and the like is that these fantastic ideas might come out of them but sometimes those ideas need extra support and and a home really to help them to grow and to progress to the next stage. So that's when OS decided to expand Geovation's offering. Um, They launched a physical home for Geovation. So we have a wonderful innovation hub in central London, in Clerkenwell. And we also expanded our proposition to include accelerator programs. So accelerator programs are a great, great way of giving startups that slightly longer-term support that they might need to help them to get to the next stage of their business. So today we we still run the innovation challenges, we still you know collaborate on hackathons and and the like uh, with with Adam and the team but we also run accelerator programs and through the accelerators our startups can get access to £20,000 of grant funding so it's completely equity-free They get 12 months residency in our London hub or in one of our partner hubs around the UK if they're not based in London. Um, We've got a a Geovation Scotland programme in Edinburgh as well. And they get a 12 month programme of support, which includes workshops on all sorts of subjects from how to create a great brand for your business to how to hire diverse talent. Um, So they get all of that over a period of 12 months. And the goal is that they are able to leave Geovation either having raised some initial investment or built up some initial customer traction. And they've got all of the tools they need to go on and grow their business. We can go on to the the next slide. So we do this in a particular way. Uh, We've got a a wonderful formula for explaining uh, what we do, which is problem times solution times execution gives you innovation. You need all three elements uh, to really innovate. So do that research and that deep dive to understand the problem, bring people together to develop the solutions in exactly the way that Adam has described in the hackathon and then executing. So leveraging our expertise, our knowledge about location data um, to actually innovate uh, overall. And our USP uh, compared to other accelerators and innovation spaces is that we are based on location data. Um, So we have that focus on helping startups to use location data. We can go onto the next slide. So I'm going to talk you through just a couple of examples of startups that were both uh, in the hackathon um, that have also worked with Geovation and what they've done in both instances and how we've helped them. So the first one is a company called Power. So Power make uh, public electric charging simple because they've created a mobile app that enables drivers to find, charge and then pay for their charging with one aggregated bill for the fleet manager or for the individual. So they have one experience, one bill, but access to thousands of charging points. And if you own an electric vehicle, or maybe you know someone who does, you might know that you need lots of different apps to use the different electric vehicle charging points, which is not a great user experience. So Power are very focused on solving that problem. So in the hackathon, they looked at three challenges of EV charging, taking into account vehicle configuration, the local amenities, and the availability of charging points. And so they used the hackathon as a way to explore and extend their existing concept that was, that was they were starting to develop using the OS Places API for searching for places of interest um, and building structures such as restaurants and pubs that were located nearby to charging points. Um, and they mapped that alongside some of their own proprietary data so that they could start to understand what facilities were in the vicinity of, uh, of EV charging points. So they did that in October. Um, as Adam mentioned, they got, they got a special mention, so they did a great job in the hackathon. And then later that month, they, they actually joined the Geovation Accelerator program. So they've been busy elaborating and continuing to develop the work that they initially did or initially started in the hackathon. And they've even started to raise uh, funds for their business. So they've just completed their first fundraising round, which we're super proud of. Um, One of the things that we really love about Power is that they're very clear in the problem that they're trying to solve. And the, the, the simplicity, really, of the solution that they've got for it. So I've got a lot of confidence that these guys are going to be one of the success stories that we see coming out of Geovation in years to come. Um, They have already started to build some customer traction and they're focusing on fleet managers as their priority customer base to start with. Um, So if you do know any fleet managers uh, that might be interested in their solution, please do tell them about power or get in touch and I can put you in touch with the team. Okay, moving on to the next one. Uh, So the next startup I want to tell you about is a company called Electric Explorer. Now Electric Explorer are a mission focused company they're aiming to tackle the climate change by promoting low carbon electric vehicle travel and nature-based tourism. And they're currently focused um, with their efforts on Scotland. So in the hackathon, Electric Explorer explored the creation of an electric vehicle routing app for an environmentally conscious, tra- conscious traveler. Um, and they used the OS maps API as their base map and the OS places API for additional location information. So the app includes um, EV car information and data of CO2 emissions gathered from the European Environment Agency that gives EV owners data around their time to destination, their energy consumption, and the impact of their reduced CO2 emissions. Now, Electric Explorer were actually already part of Geovation when they took part in the hackathon. So they joined our Geovation Scotland accelerator programme in 2020. So since then, we've continued to collaborate with them and work with them. And one of the great things about the hackathon was it allowed them to continue that product development and explore new features that they wanted to to develop. And our in-house tech team are actually now helping them to to build those features. So they'll be ready for testing in February. Um, It's great to see how they've commercialized some of the outputs from that hackathon and hopefully we'll have a lot of success in doing so. Um, they've also built up great traction uh, as a business and great publicity as a business. So the founder, Elaine Ford, she's a fantastic woman. She was nominated um, as a shortlist uh, sort of uh, nominee in the Accelerate Her Award in 2021. Um, and also Electric Explorer were featured by the UN at COP26 as one of their green ambassadors. So they're getting great traction. Um, and if you're planning a trip to Scotland anytime soon, be sure to look them up so you can see how you might incorporate electric vehicles or electric bikes in your, in your tourism activities. Okay, moving on to the next slide. So I've talked about Power and Electric Explorer, and they're just two of the startups that have been supported by Geovation. But of course, there are so many others um, and they cover a real variety of different industries. So since 2009, we've supported over 130 different startups through our programs. And those startups have gone on to raise over £110 million and created over 1,600 jobs for the UK economy. So we're really proud of the businesses that we've supported. And we're particularly proud of the fact that a lot of them, well, the majority of them, in fact, do contribute to the UN Sustainable Development Goals, as you can see some examples here. So they're not only growing great commercial businesses, but they're also contributing to the benefit of people and planet. Okay, and so the final slide. Um, I just wanna share with you how you might get involved with Geovation and and with myself and Adam, if you have any follow-up questions from today. So I think we've got some time hopefully for questions at the end of this session, but if anything else comes to mind, if you want to have a chat, please feel free to reach out to us directly. Our um, email addresses are on there, but I know we both are also on LinkedIn. So feel free to give us a follow. You can join the Geovation community as an individual. It's completely free. And that will give you information about all of our events, workshops you can get involved in. You can also come and use our London uh, co-working space completely for free. All the free coffee that you could imagine uh, when we're not working from home anymore. And if you're a startup or if you know a startup that think and think they might be interested in Geovation, our accelerator programs and our challenges are open for applications right now. So please do encourage them to to get involved. Um, So I think that's it for today, but I'll hand it back over to Matt and we're happy to take any questions.
0: Thanks for that, Colleen, Adam. That was uh, really interesting. Um, so a reminder that uh, if people want to ask questions, uh, please do post in the chat. We don't have any uh, just yet, but um, if you if you pop them in there, I'll, I can then invite you to read them out. Um, I actually did have a, a, a question in, in the first in- instance, though, um, which is kind of touching on the sustainability uh, aspect of, of what we've been talking about today and, and how you uh, make sure that uh, the innovation uh, that you're supporting kind of... Uh, brings benefits back to OS and ensures the kind of long-term sustainability of OS as an organization. Um, And I think both of you kind of touched on different aspects of this, but I I noted that uh, Carly, you know, you you mentioned that the um, grants given out to startups are completely equity-free, so there's no kind of stake there. So I'm I'm interested to hear more about the the model for uh, ensuring that sustainability.
2: Yeah, so in terms of commercial sustainability for Geovation, we do work with corporate partners um, and run accelerator programs and innovation challenges on their behalf. So that's how we maintain sort of commercial sustainability as a business and make sure that we can continue to, to offer those services for startups. Um, in terms of sustainability, in term, I guess, environmentally speaking or socially speaking, we do have the fantastic position where we're seeing lots of startups doing great things in this space so we encourage them to collaborate with os wherever there's an opportunity so to give you an example we've got a um, startup on our cohort right now called sdx space who um they are looking at uh, how you can track the uh, esg impact of um, actually batteries and, and how batteries are actually produced um and so they're working a lot with uh, fleet managers. Um, OS has a fleet of vehicles <laughs> so um, they are of course interested in seeing how they might be able to, to match that solution to some of our suppliers and make sure that our suppliers are uh, conscious of the ESG impact that they, they might be having on electric vehicle usage. So. There's there's always an opportunity for collaboration. That's a great position that we're in, um, and I'd encourage other organisations to get involved with us for that reason as well. You know, there's so many interesting things that come out that you never would have imagined or even thought of. So it's it's always worth having an eye on what's going on in geovation.
0: Thanks for that, Collie. That that's that's really interesting. And 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 another question, if I may, and again this is for for both of you, but I think um. Adam touched on it more, uh, is around inclusive innovation, which is something that we uh, talk about and are interested in uh, at the ODI. We we think that uh, both participation in innovation, but also uh, the benefits need to be spread uh, as widely as possible. And Adam, I noticed you, you kind of touched on this in the context of um, you know the levelling up challenge and ensuring that... Uh, communities uh, that are maybe further away from uh, established infrastructure uh, can participate and I'm wondering how you know innovation uh, and it, it, in the hackathons as well you know you, you take account these challenges and ensure that as many people as possible to uh,
1: can participate yeah so so it's a good question I, I think that um, you know hackathons can either focus on really really specific technical challenges that have a very clear you know, goal of what they want to reach. Um, or they can be open-ended. They can kind of propose an open-ended challenge or an open-ended um, problem to try and solve. And we did the latter. We, we were focused on making it open-ended, partly because these problems are difficult to solve. Um, they require lots of people, lots of different entities. Um, But I think also the notion as well it makes that conversation a lot easier to say hey look we're we're trying to look at this um come together and and as I mentioned um as we were going through the 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 presentation that you know we had people in this virtual space that were hobbyists you know that that are just new to to using geospatial data or even new to to develop to being a developer but then we also had teams of government data scientists and it was really interesting to see all of those within the same conversation sharing ideas um sharing technical challenges um kind of giving advice and scoping it it was just really interesting to see that and i think you know if if we can encourage more of that if we can you know be a bit bold in some of the problems that we're trying to look at and some of the conversation we're trying to stimulate um i think it's a kind of i think it's definitely something and, and kind of a blueprint to follow particularly for os
2: yeah, I would just add to that that I'm keen to make innovation more inclusive, um, particularly in the startup world. One of the big challenges that we have is that startup founders often aren't so diverse, uh, both from a gender and ethnicity perspective. So that means that the cohorts that you consequentially get um, in accelerated programs are not are not very diverse. Um, it's something I'm personally really passionate about improving. Um, But the way that we do that is we need to encourage more people to start businesses and to to see how it can be done. Um, So I'd love to discuss this till we know the cows come home. I think there's so much that we could say about this. But um, but yeah, if anyone has any uh, things that they've seen work really well elsewhere um, or ideas of of how we can improve diversity and innovation, I'd love to talk about that some
0: more. Great, thanks both. Those really interesting answers. Um, we've got a few questions in the chat now, um, so I'd like to ask uh, Neil Burston uh, if you wanted to uh, read out your question.
1: Hello. I'd just say this is great stuff. I, I thought this was going to be a good session. It's it's really impressive. What some of the stuff you've done. So well done. I mean the stats you've got there. Are quite astounding. It feels a bit like Dragon's Den though at times, must not it? Um, a very simple question was, when was the next hackathon? Um, where would one find out about this, and how can um, maybe the heritage sector get involved, I wonder? Yes, yeah, it's a good, good question, actually. Um, So OS on survey have got lots of data capabilities that they're releasing towards the, the middle of the... They're looking to release kind of more towards the middle of the year. So we're going to tie it around those. Um, I would say... Oh, I don't know. I can't can't give a date, unfortunately. But I would say kind of the July, July, September time. Maybe maybe around then. So um, so so yeah. But I mean, if you wanted to kind of, you know, if you wanted to chat separately, we can. I can kind of we can kind of talk through kind of a couple of concepts and share some ideas. we have got some ideas myself, obviously sharing and speaking quite closely with the Geovation team. What we're trying to do is to try and not just look at transportation, but to look at also transportation, property and energy and kind of look at problems across that interlink across a number of different verticals. Um, But in terms of dates, I can't give a date, unfortunately. Well, I'm sure you'll let us know, but yeah, I'd be interested to sort of follow up maybe offline at some point.
0: There's a few things already spring to mind but thanks very much really great right.
1: stuff yeah thanks thanks for your question
0: thanks for that Neil uh, and Adam for the answer and Adam I think the other part of Neil's question was maybe where people could follow for updates on when you might announce the next date would, would that be on Twitter or, or on the website
1: yeah I would say follow our social channels keep an eye on the website um LinkedIn and Twitter is the ones that we predominantly use the most so if you want to follow those feel free to and obviously just keep an eye on our, our web pages that's great. Thanks, Adam. And then uh, John Beard,
0: I, th- I think, has a question as well. So, John, would you like to unmute? Uh,
1: hello. Yeah, I
0: really like um, this, this approach, and it's really successful. And It's government cut stepping forward from its ivory towers of big office buildings. And I was wondering how much other, other parts of government are doing this. Uh, uh, have you compared yourselves with other places? Is Open and Soviet really ahead of the game? Um, are there some laggards perhaps that you, you are aware of that might need a bit of energising and dragging into this sort of presentation?
2: Yeah, g- good question, John. I'm not going to name any laggards. <laughs> I think that would be unfair. But um, we do actually have a collaboration with the Land Registry in Geovation. So we run a tech property technology a focused accelerator program on behalf of the land registry. So they're a really close collaborator with, with Geovation and they've, they've brought great expertise, data um, and, and support to Geovation over the past few years. Um, we're keen to collaborate more with the public sector, you know, whoever they might be. Um, we'd love to be running in a bit more innovation challenges and accelerators and also Bringing more data into Geovation, so to, to make it accessible for startups to experiment with. Um, so yeah, if, if you uh, have any suggestions, I, I'd love to to reach out to a few more, few more names. Great.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks for that, John, and for the answer, uh, Carly. If I could piggyback on that question as well, Carly, I, I wonder if um, you think the Geovation model. Um, Is it one that you think could be replicated? I know you've talked about kind of working with different uh, public sector um, bodies, but do do you think other bodies that maybe have kind of stores of data in the public sector could set up initiatives like Geovation um, too? Yeah,
2: Yeah, absolutely, they could. I'd love for them to do it with us (laughs) rather than against us. Um, You know, Geovation is in a very unique position. We've been around since 2009. So um, it's not been created overnight. It's taken a lot of work and a lot of time to build up the strength of community that we've got today um, and the the competency, really, in running these kind of uh, innovation initiatives. So we're really keen to collaborate where we can. Um, And I think one of the benefits of Geovation as well is although it is part of OS, it does sit slightly separately to OS, which gives us the flexibility to collaborate more with organizations both in the public but also the private sector that OS probably doesn't traditionally have a relationship with. Um, so it's really open for collaboration for, for any organizations that see the power of location data and want to get involved.
0: Great, Thank, thanks for that. Um, and then uh, finally, Stephen Birrell, uh, I think, has a questions. So Stephen, you'd like to unmute yourself. And uh, if anyone else would like to ask any final questions, please put them in the chat. Thanks. Hi there. I found it re- re- really, really useful, really informative. I was aware of some of the work, but by no means all of it, so it's always good to get new stuff i, I- I'm um, involved in a smart cities program across Scotland across the seven cities, and you know, I know there will be links in terms of this kind of data, but I suppose my question was are there use cases or um, case studies which are easily uh, available to have an initial look so we can then share across the program and I suppose coming back to Carly's later point there on collaboration maybe the case that there are areas there that could be further explored so yeah.
2: Absolutely Stephen so um, all of our startups that we've worked with in the past are profiled on our website so I'd say that's a good first place to look if you want an initial view of the kind of businesses we've supported and what they do. Um, Power and Electric Explorer also have their own websites. So If you've got particular interest in them, I'd, I'd definitely check those out. And if you want connections, please do get in touch with me. I'm happy to connect you to, to any of the startups in the Geovation community. Um, I'd encourage you to become a member of the community yourself as well. So you see, you know, what's new and, and who's joining and, and what's going on. Um, but they can absolutely be uh, connected to, to, to partners and we want to encourage that more. You know, one of the reasons startups join our community is for those connections. They're so powerful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you see any opportunities that you think are worth connecting, please do, do shout.
0: Will do. It's been a great introduction. So, yeah, more to follow. Thank you. Thank you thanks for that Stephen uh, and Carly. Um, and just on that uh, Adam as well is the uh, the hackathon um, kind of ideas or
1: output. so they documented online as well. Yeah, there are some of those documents online um, but you know I would just encourage if anyone's got any kind of sp- would, would request any specific information or any use cases specifically then then do reach out and, and we can provide that for sure. That's wonderful. Well I uh, Thanks, everyone, for your time. Uh, We don't have
0: any more questions in the chat, so I I think we can wrap up there. But thank you so much, uh, Adam and Carly, for some really informative uh, 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 presentations and to everyone who has come and asked questions today.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, no worries. Thank you. You've been listening to a Friday Lunchtime Lecture, brought to you by the Open Data Institute.